The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. What is going on, everybody? This is the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. And with me today are my fellow Mav fans for life. We have Ruben at Reddit Mavs. What's up, guys? I am currently in Colorado, just chilling, so... Right on. Uh, Tim might join us today and lurking in the smoky shadows with what I can only assume is a fog machine in his bedroom. Definitely not weed smoke at Edmund the Slayer. Grant, how are you, sir? Oh, man, you really put me on the spot there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Definitely looking forward to uh, the O'Reilly Auto Parts 500 tomorrow. I'll be social distancing. But uh, I could not I could not miss the opportunity to see Jimmy Johnson uh, race one more time. All right. We're already off to a good start on this basketball podcast with a bunch of car talk. So, <laughs> all right. So the first, the most pressing question of Mavs fandom and easily one of the weirder stories we've been uh, faced with today, where in the world is Trey Burke? Uh, he was signed from what we understand. Uh, and he was on our, our, the Mavs Instagram page, which is typically, typically, typically a pretty good sign that he's on the team, but we have not seen any sign of him. Uh, theories, where do we think Trey Burke is? So, <laughs> for me, just because I'm thinking about it a little bit today, um, it almost might be like a Mandela effect because I swear, like, I had seen a Instagram, like, photo story whatever of him in the bubble in a hotel room just like hanging out and I was, okay cool he's in the bubble and then i realized okay i haven't seen him at all in any social media stuff like nothing of i've seen everyone i've seen everyone else even like delon right which at this point hasn't really been too prominent in the social media game with us and i've seen him and i'm just like okay like trey burke's not there or hasn't been there and it's gotten to the point where like people on twitter are asking you know like and people swear that they've seen him on, um, like, on the Instagram stuff like that. And it's like, oh, like, well, apparently he's not. And it's been confirmed, I think, by uh, Townsend today that he's not there. <laughs> and so for me, it's also, it's been just, it's just been, a, um, this doesn't make any sense to me. This doesn't, you know, it's very weird to me, so. Have we considered this is a home alone situation? And they're <laughs> like, they were at the airport counting their bags and eating their peanuts and oh, we forgot about Trey Burke. And then he's just partying in his underwear uh, at home or yeah, at home, setting up elaborate booby traps for burglars. Um, that's my first theory. Um, could be that maybe Trey Burke never existed. You know, it could be a that's Tyler, it, yeah. it could be a Tyler Durden situation where it turns out he was just uh, Ramon sessions the whole time. <laughs> and we just <laughs> thought, Wait, was that Trey Burt? No, no, no. That was, no, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Ramon Sessions. I think uh, you're really like... Maybe, maybe it's a Joanna Mann situation, but in reverse, and it was actually Doris Burke Doris. dressed up as Trey Burke this whole time. These are getting 
just better as I go along. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the uh, uh, stream of consciousness basketball talk. Uh, it's a little bit like fantasy basketball, but it's more like my basketball fantasies that I'm starting to uh, indulge here. So uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we're super excited about the bubble. Uh, we've just seen some increasingly more difficult trick shots. Um, I mean, it is getting where I thought, okay, Luca can hit a basketball off of a ceiling tile and it can go in. That's impressive. But now he's like increasing the difficulty because he's bored and he's just among mortals. So he's like, well, I can't just do one angle. I have to hit it off the shot clock, the backboard, um, you know, one of the kids that's there for charity knocks him in the forehead. Then it bounces off another, like a BMW logo outside. Somehow it reaches there and then into the net. Um, but I mean, just more things that we already knew. Luca is a, some sort of warlock in basketball players clothing. And we're super excited about uh, the season that is soon to come. Uh, so Trey Burke, if you're out there or if you're just Doris Burke, uh, let us know. Comment, please. Yeah, comment below. Uh, come on the show. Yeah, come, come on the yeah, show. Yeah. Come on the show, man. We want we want to know where you're at, dude. Um, uh, we don't want to be burking up the wrong tree. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I no. as soon as I said it, I was immediately embarrassed. <laughs> What's up, fellow Mavs fans? This is Don. I just wanted to let you know there's no shortage of action going on with our partners over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds and lines for their upcoming games and matches. Do you need more? Of course you want more, but you know what? BetOnline has more. They have simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening live every day for our devout gamblers. Now, get, check this out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag today. So, okay. Sure. We're, off to, we're off to a great start. So, um... We don't talk. We talk a lot of hoops on hoops and hefeweizens. We don't talk enough about hefeweizens. We want to start talking beer. Um, I wanted to just kick it off. So, Ruben, you are all the way out in Colorado. It's a great beer state. Uh, where specifically are you? I'm currently in Colorado Springs, which, for people who aren't from here, I realize it's uh, it's about an hour north of Denver. So, right on. What breweries are near you? Or you're going to visit some tomorrow, I think, right? Yeah. So I had some. Um, I had pulled up some on my phone recently. I, I totally lost where they are. But um, there are a few around here. I know there's one that's like, it's veteran-owned, which is pretty cool. Like the breweries are all veterans and everybody who works, I think, are veterans. Um, oh, cool. There's another couple other ones. I think they do, um, uh, they do, yeah, you know, they do the THC infused beers and stuff like that, which, I, again, like it's Colorado, so it's legal here. It's on um, brand. Yeah, so um, so um, I can't remember which ones like I was actually looking into. There's no, there's no one's like it's like dinosaur themed. I think like the the name of the brewery is dinosaur themed. So I'm like, okay, I love dinosaurs, so I'm definitely gonna try to hit that up tomorrow. Um, again, I think tomorrow like they're open from twelve to eight, and it's like in Texas where they're doing beer to go, where you can do that. But what I did realize is that craft beer here is so much cheaper. Like, mm. you get a six-pack for, like, 10 bucks. Whether it's, like, if you go to, like, a Petty Cola's or um, some other breweries up here, it's, like, you got to pick 18 bucks for, like, a really good, like, finely crafted beer. 
Are you talking like bomber or are we talking six pack? Like like a like a like a four pack or a six pack, you know, just okay, so like that. Like one of the bigger guys. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. So so when you're scoping out a new brewery, what's usually the, do you go with like, hey, what's your the, what are you famous for, or do you have a type of beer that you normally go for? Um, so I there are a lot the certain type of beers that I love a lot. Like I definitely love a lot more like I love Hefeweizen's. Like I love like wheat weedy beers. Um I'm starting to slowly get in the IPA game a little bit. It's taken a long time for me to actually like start liking them. Um, but for me, I, I like finding like just weird, like kind of out there beers. So mm-hmm. when I'm in Colorado right now, I'm like, hey, like, what are things that I've never tried before? You know, or things that maybe I had I had like when I was like 22 that I didn't appreciate and I maybe I want to revisit. Totally. Stuff like that types of beers. So um, yeah, I think kind of the what- only beer I could appreciate when I was 22 was like, you know, Shock Top is pretty cool. You know, it's, yeah, not, it's yeah. not Miller. And it's just like, you're just drinking orange juice flavored beer. Dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow's going to be an adventure. I'm kind of like scoping it out. And they do, again, they do, uh, you know, a beer to go. So I'm going to be able to actually like order ahead of time. Not even, not even to step, in, step foot inside the brewery. Just like roll up, like call them up and just tell them, hey, like, I want this. I want this. I want this. Sure. Is Odell's near there? Uh, or I know they're from Colorado. I don't know if they're in like know. Boulder or something. I have uh, no idea. I have no I, idea. I've gone to Fort Collins and I tried out a couple of different beers. I wish I could quote them off the top of my head. I want to say one was Gearworks or Fireworks, something along those lines. Okay. Um, Wheelworks. I'm messing it up. Either way, uh, uh, the their logo is a big gear. That's all I can remember. Cool. But okay. uh, they. That is uh, Colorado was the first time I ever went to a dispensary um, and then to a yeah. brewery. And so uh, remarkably on brand and bookended for this podcast already. Um, I will say that, you know, I think it's cool with us to me. Like I, I, I like that we're the hoops and have license because we're just kind of casually bullshitting about basketball for the most part. Um, but I also think it's great that the way that we all met in person for the most part was through, uh, a meetup at Petacolis. Mm. Um, and so that has always been, uh, just a, true to my heart, uh, their Velvet Hammer beer is. I'm not a big red ale guy, but damn, is that delicious! Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's yeah. absolutely so good. I've um, had I've had red ales before, and I'm like, they all just seem a little too syrupy. They all just seem like a little too like. I don't know. They, they're like they like scratch the back of your throat. It's weird. Like yeah. I, I like I could like hoppy stuff, but like sometimes it's so hoppy it makes you sneeze. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not into it, yeah. you know. Or it's just like, yeah. which I mean, it would make more sense that I was into that because you know, big basketball fan. Clearly, I yeah. like hops. Hoppy, yeah, yeah. Clearly, I think DSJ is a big IPA fan. That's, oh, absolutely, that's, dude. That's my first absolutely. theory. Yeah, um, John Marion, hop guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see, Dirk Davitsky, Pilsner. Mm. Yeah, pills. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely yeah, a pilsner guy, yeah. dude. The, the the least hoppy beer you can find that would be Dirk Nowitzki. Um, so we'll, we'll do our beer pairing with famous Mavs at another time. But um, yeah, so just shout out to some of these uh, local Dallas breweries. Uh, if you guys have the opportunity, uh, I know buy directly from the brewery. Um, I know they absolutely can need it right now. So yeah, um, you know those are the places I want to visit as soon as this COVID thing is done. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving right along, uh, this is just kind of a relaxed fit episode for us. So uh, something that I wanted to talk to each of my fellow Mavs fans for life uh, is their first Mavs game experience. So uh, Ruben, I'll let you kick this one off. Um, you've been to a boatload of games. Yeah, especially recently. It's been kind of weird since I moved back. Uh, no, but my first Mavs game, actually, it wasn't at the AEC. It was at the Reunion Arena. Like um, a true fan. 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, so I don't really remember the game, though, because I remember, like, my dad would get, like, tickets from, like, his bosses or whatever. It's like, okay, cool, like, let's go. Um, it was against the Warriors, actually. Like, this was, like, 90 how old was I man it was like 96 97 maybe sure and uh we're not that good at all like you know just no like not like (laughs) not a good team then but uh I don't remember the game but I just remember thinking like okay like they have like ice cream here okay cool like I really was like a big basketball fan when I was like six um definitely happened more when I was like in my teenage years and um I just remember going to the arena thinking like it was cool like seeing like these really massive dudes just like play basketball and like I remember thinking like some guys move really, really fast and some guys move really, really slow. And I, I remember thinking like it's a correlation between like the really fast guys are smaller and the really slow guys, are obviously like the big centers and power forwards, which is like, especially at the time, like that time in basketball where it's like the centers and power forwards, like they play at the basket, you know, they're not playing the way they do now. So it's like, okay, of course they're going to be like really slow and just lumbering and just stuff like that. And, uh, well, Sean Bradley was on the team by then, wasn't he? I think he was. He? I think he was. Yeah. So, like, I think he I might mean, have been one of the guys. That's that's a perfect example. If you want to just go with, all right, who's big and slow? Yeah, Sean Bradley. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, Sean Bradley. But oh, he, <laughs> no. I met him once uh, through one of the Mavs camps. He was a oh, yeah. really, really awesome. kind dude. Um, he, He's a cool dude. I've seen. Yeah. Just, sorry. He just looks like a human being that was just like on one of those. Uh, like torture racks that was just and he was just stretched just stretch, yeah. stretch, yeah. stretch yeah. armstrong like, yeah like, yeah he's like gumby yeah. if you just stretched him and then left him there yeah like, that, that is that is how he looks uh grant do you have a first match game story um so i don't i can't recall if it was jj reddick's rookie year or his second year but i think it was the year that the magic played the lakers in the finals uh i went and we were court side, not court side. We were pretty, pretty close to like uh, court side. And um, during, we went early because it was like my very first game. And JJ Redick was on the side, just like smacking down threes left and right. But keep in mind, this is two thousand like eight, nine. So this is not like yeah. we're not shooting threes. This is like this is this is a team with Rashard Lewis, Hadu Turkoglu. This team like started shooting threes. Yeah, right. And JJ Redick, I remember watching him just nail three after three after three like in pregame warm-ups and in practice but did not play a minute of the game <laughs> that that is like is that like early jj Reddick then yeah that's yeah just didn't did not come onto the court one time and i was like dude this guy just nailed i watched him uh, like annihilate every three-pointer but he didn't play a minute of the game so you're like, saying that your your basketball critique like your nature of critiquing basketball and analyzing basketball started that early by judging the coach well, for not put, getting like JJ that. in. <laughs> well, I, like, I don't know. I was just like, I, I see his name. All I saw was his name. His name is Reddick, and he just kept nailing three and three, but he just did not go into the game. I just <laughs> never, like, especially oh, nowadays, man. that would never, that would not fly. Yeah, sure. No. So that would have been 2000, was that 2008? 2008, 2009, 2009 something yeah. around there. Sure. It was either right before they went to the finals, maybe the year before or the year. 2008 then. Was Vince Carter on that team too? I don't think he was – he was definitely not on the finals team, but he right. might have been on – He might have been the year before. Maybe. But yeah, I, all I noticed before. was J.J. Redick. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Um, my first Mavs – so uh, similar to Ruben, my dad's boss got season tickets, uh, and he would just frequently just – 
you know, sell tickets to my dad, just games he didn't want to go to. And consistently, he, he just didn't want to watch the Utah Jazz play. Um, and so I've seen the Stockton Malone Jazz, I want to say like five times in my childhood. Now, did I appreciate it? No, I, I couldn't tell. I was just trying to follow the basketball with my stupid eight-year-old brain. Um, but the one moment I can remember, I think I might have said it on the podcast, but I'm happy to repeat it. It's there was a like a like a three on two break. And if I can remember correctly, so this is in Reunion Arena, three on two break. And what I remember is that AC Green threw a pass, like threw an alley oop pass, but I swear Michael Finley jumped before he he was past the ball. Like he jumped up first, like how they do it in, in uh, NBA Jam. Like that's just how I remember it. And this was in the you know late '90s, so there was still the flash of the cameras. So literally the entire place like just flashed. You know, alley oop dunk. Finley destroys the rim, and the entire place explodes. And that's it's awesome. just from there, I was like, yeah, this is now my new favorite thing. Um, you know, and then once I could actually understand the game, I want to say like 2002 is really when I started getting back into basketball and I started going to like the Mavs hoop camps and things like that. Um, so like the Nash, Van Exel, Finley, Dirk era, that's really where like, that's where I could name all 15 players on the team. Like that's, that's kind of where it starts for me, but yeah. I will always remember that alley-oop um, and probably like glorify it. I have yet to find film on this, but like, that's not probably, <laughs> that's partially because I think I'm probably misre- misremembering it, but also I don't think anybody would have recorded a Jazz Mavericks regular no. season game. In the 90s, no. <laughs> There's like, no. why do we need this? We There's don't. No <laughs> there's, no, there's no film there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just someone just, I think that's like where you have guys grinding tape and they're like, all right, we need to f- scout out good players or good we need to work yeah. on uh certain schemes this they're is, like yeah. and they're looking on the schedule oh mavs utah yeah we could probably just skip that one we don't yeah <laughs> look at that in the 96 yeah absolutely uh but now uh here's a word from our sponsors Hey guys, let's talk grooming. And if we're talking grooming, we're talking about Manscaped.com. Start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. My eyes water up just hearing the word tug. The engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new, the improved Lawnmower 3.0. When I say premium, I mean premium. The battery lasts up to 90 minutes. Last thing you want to be doing is tripping over a cord while you're trimming your bad boys. They're not bad. I don't mean to shame your balls. Don't shame your balls. Shave your balls. And you can shave your balls for 20% off, plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Uh, we're super excited. We're, we appreciate all the love that we have on uh, Twitter. Thank you guys so much for your questions, and we will be answering them now. All right. Okay, so first one comes from our good friend Tim. <laughs> I wouldn't call him good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'd call him great. I, yes, that is correct. <laughs> there yes. we go. Yeah, so we, we, we understand. <laughs> this is actually specific, this is specific for Grant. Okay. Um, yes. So what are your thoughts on Justin Jackson? 
Um, good floater, but mine's better. All right, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, Bodied. according to <laughs> according to Rick Carlisle, Grant's floater is better than God. <laughs> I love that fucking quote so much. Uh, I can't believe people do that. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Next question comes from Mavs Network. Oh, I hate this fucking question, dude. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm out. Oh, we guys practice this. Oh, we guys practice this, bro. Oh okay. yeah. Oh yeah. I need to pull it up real quick okay. so I can read it. Go ahead. Can, can you say how many glizzies could a could a glizzly guzzler glizzly guzzler guzzle if a glizzly guzzler could guzzle glizzlies? Say that three times fast. Okay, I have to say this like in a movie phone voice. Like I have to say it. I have to say I have to say it not in my normal voice. I have to get nice and low. How many glizzies could a glizzy guzzler guzzle if a glizzy guzzler could guzzle glizzies? How many glizzies could a glizzy guzzler guzzle if a glizzy guzzler could guzzle glizzlies? How many glizzies could a glizzy guzzler? God damn it. Oh, yeah. dude. Oh, you got so close. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not even going to try it, bro, because I, I fucked up even the uh, the reading of it. So, no, I'm not trying this right now. Yeah. Grant, so, you try? Try it at uh, home. Here's my attempt. Uh, Hassan Whiteside is not that good. <laughs> oh, my That's God. My That's an inside joke, guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was it? I heard someone go, uh, Whoa, we're halfway there. Whoa. Glizzy on a brill. Oh, oh God, no. dude. No. <laughs> I, and no. it's just gone from good to terrible. Jesus. All right, what's the next question? <laughs> okay, next one comes from our good friend Rutuj. He says, do you think the season has marked the start of a change in power in Texas? With Spurs dynasty gone and Rockets seemingly on the downward spiral as well, do you think the Mavs will emerge as the basketball team in Texas for the next 20 years or so? I mean – it's hard to tell when it comes to, you know, injuries or anything like that. I mean, obviously the Mavs are set up for five years, but I mean, I remember how optimistic we were when we had, you know, Monte Ellis and Chandler Parsons, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'd also think it's pretty, it's a pretty harsh criticism to say that the Houston Rockets are on a downward spiral as much as I like crapping on them in any way I can. uh, They're still doing some really innovative basketball, even though it's just irritating and James Harden's uh, misinformed use of masks and Russell Westbrook getting COVID and yeah. one of their guys, Kabokolo or whatever, breaking. That's right. Yeah. 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 Dan Tony shaving his mustache. So that's where all of his power goes. And <laughs> there's all kinds of different things. So. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I think San Antonio is going to be really interesting because it's going to show how much a culture can really survive after basically three Hall of Fame players are no longer on that team. Like, you know, with Ginobili, Duncan, and Parker, you replace them with DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, no disrespect to those players. It's just like that's that's a huge, you know, that's a huge dip, um, especially since you have these guys that are – kind of on the low you know the 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 twilights of their years like their best years are probably behind them at this point but it's kind of hard to tell too because i feel like everyone's prime has been pushed back like three or four years because like no one would think lebron was this good at what's he now 36 37 37 37, you know what i mean so like there's there's opportunity for them to technically get better but you know we'll see what happens because once pop leaves that should could that should leave a void but who knows? That's I think it's kind of hard to tell twenty years from now because I don't know. Rick Carlisle might be president. We'll see what happens. 
My bad, LeBron is 35. Sorry. No, yeah, okay. I was about to say two things. LeBron's 35. <laughs> and uh, the Spurs had four Hall of Famers lead sure. Kawhi Leonard. That's yeah. Well. <laughs> I could yeah. I give a case for yeah. Kawhi, yeah. Sure. Um, uh, it's got a very big case. The, the, so, the Prince of Parody. Yeah, for real. So with me with this, um, I think 20 years is a little too long to extend this. Uh, as much as like my bit on Twitter is to be like, hey, like, absolutely. Um, <laughs> realistically, I think like, I think we're good. Again, like for the next five to 10 years, I think like, especially sign these guys, especially we sign these guys, especially if we, you know, have a culture around them, especially if we kind of do with kind of a Spursian thing where it's, we have the culture, we build around these guys. Like we get really, really good um, role players, like, who strength you know whose strengths are built upon you know the kp and the and the lucas that we have um and as far as the as far as the um the rockets i mean they are kind of they're trending a little downward like i don't know how well having robert covington play the five is going to work mm-hmm. like beyond even like during this bubble even beyond like it's just it's a it's a really weird thing they're doing out there. Um, again, but again, they've always been like innovation and just like I mean, Mori Ball like, is a thing. So it's weird. It's just like you know, even though Mori Ball is you know clearly very gimmicky, they were doing really well and they were kind of using Westbrook in the Giannis sort of spot. Yeah, you know. He was, yeah, exactly. So as Grant mentioned, or uh, waves his hand at me like the number five. Yes, exactly. So I mean, I it's it's interesting. It's just showing that like maybe athleticism, like inside offense, doesn't need to start on the inside like we traditionally thought. It doesn't always have to start with back to the basket and moves. It can be, you know, like Giannis is proving this that the what makes him so dominant is not just that his uh, free th- or I'm sorry, his field goal percentage inside like 10 feet is like, I don't know, 110%. Like he is just getting mm-hmm. to the rim and he is just insane. But part of it's because he can go from what three point to basket in two steps. Like yeah. his inside game starts from the perimeter, which is super like, that's Rare, what's happening yeah. with the league. Yeah. Um, and so if a shorter guy can do that, and is explosive and cre- and create that same disruption could have the same value. I don't know. Like the more and more I'm watching modern basketball, it's so hard to compare it to other, like it's weird to yeah. think of like Hakeem Olajuwon as this great center. He was, but like that game is just so different versus like what's happening now. Like basically if you don't have a 15 foot jumper as a big guy, it's just like, you're, you're not in the league long. Like yeah. boy Hibbert, Greg Monroe, they're bait. Like, yeah. They're either fringe players or they're just not playing anymore. Grant, do you have an opinion? Hell no, y'all fucking nailed it. <laughs> All right, next question comes from AJ Stamps. AJ asks, you are trapped on a mountain with the rest of the MFLs. So yeah. all the, you know, our website. Sure. No internet, cell, cell service, or electricity. You all have whatever you would normally carry in your pockets, nothing else. <laughs> what we, would still, we, we would still release a pod by we would have somehow yeah <laughs> figured out. i got my um, phone in my pocket <laughs> what is your strategy to survive who dies first and who lives to tell the tale <sighs> that's I, i'm probably dying first because yeah, i got I, the most meat on me like i like like <laughs> yeah dude like i am like just all leg meat i'm like a linebacker compressed like you guys could live off of me for weeks if you killed me i'm just saying like i am i am just 
I don't think we'd kill each other though, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I'm just we? saying. I'm just. I, I guess Where I did jump. I jumped a few steps here from, know, from Castaway to Cannibal Holocaust. But <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I was just. I was like, all right. If we're just like in a ditch and no one can help, I was like, yeah, I'm dying first. I just. I just. I just feel like <laughs> I love. I love him so much, but I feel like Bryce would go first. Oh, I don't know. I just like I don't. I get, he, he would find a way of making a flare gun out of like sand and you know pine cones or something. I feel like he could figure something out. I feel like Squish could, could get his way out of it though. Yes, yeah, like Squish would do it just out of sheer spite. Wait, you guys are ignoring the part, the most important part of the question. What is in your pockets? Oh, oh, ah, damn. Cell, cell phone keys. Wallet, keys. That's it, bro. Yeah, maybe a pen. Much. Cell phone keys and a pen. Uh, my my Raycon wireless headphones. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot in my pockets. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to do. Uh, I do a billfold now. I don't do a full wallet. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Nice. No. Yeah. The, the Very, yeah. it's thinner and it. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to put it in your back pocket. It's like wearing one high heel. That's some. <laughs> That's some old man talk for you that guys. Really you, is, don't, you don't want to sit with a wallet in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, too I shouldn't long. have asked that question. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe someone else would have a joint. <laughs> You'd find a way. Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. I think I, I don't know how the fuck we would survive, man. I just like we could use like the wiring in your headphones to do so, something. So what you could do probably is <coughs> use use the glare off of our phones to maybe shine light or whatever as some sort of like signal and yeah i don't know like i mean make like fire maybe even like i mean it, it just depends where we're at like are we a place that's tropical is this serbia or the vast wasteland of serbia oh, if we're so, in colorado we're surviving yes, yeah we're good we're, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out <laughs> like, oh man that's a good question though god damn you Adrian. I love you though. Okay. Next question comes from Isaac. Isaac asks, favorite non-bubble team? So the elite so the delete eight. Uh, let's see. I mean um, Minnesota, like, I feel like there's something missing with Minnesota, and part of me just thinks it's a point guard. Like, if there's just some way that someone well, and like D'Lo, I guess I, I wish I could see more of D'Lo and Cat if that works at all. Because the yeah. more I think about D'Lo, the more I realize that he just like just got paid at the right time. Like he he did so well with the Nets, and you realize like you know he's not particularly explosive. He creates his own shot okay. He's more of a mid range guy than he is really a great three point shooter. And he usually needs the ball in his hands to really create much. He's not like a huge assist guy. And I don't know. I mean, he's still a better offensive threat than, you know, Culver. But it's still, I don't know. There's just always something missing there. And, like, I want to see Cat on a good team. So I'll, I'll pick Minnesota just for the sake of hope. <laughs> um, I really like – who's on the bubble? I'm trying to think. Uh, damn. You want me to I, tell you? I mean, I I want to see like the Suns do good eventually. Okay. Like you know, I just like I feel like it's been they've been the laughing stock for like the last like ten years, dude. Like uh -huh. the last decade. Like I love Ubre, man. Ubre is yeah. one of my favorite. Like I'm not. I, actually... love, I love Booker. Like I love Booker. So yeah. I don't know Booker. I feel. I want to see something else from Booker. I, I feel like he's 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 done some really cool games, but I've I've said this before. I think yeah. he's a lot of empty stats. For now, hopefully he plays some important games and he'll get some yeah, experience. Yeah, 
Something cool like a Mavs uniform? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got anything like a grant? You got anybody? Um, so I got, oh, I'm going to ask another question. Um, okay. So Cleve, I like Minnesota a lot to go on what Don said. And Minnesota mm-hmm. has one of the craziest five-man uh, duos or lineups with, you have Russell Okoge, Culver, Beasley, and Cat. There's not any defense there, but that has the potential to be a really, really fun offensive team. Um, but I definitely love oh, Cleveland yeah, they, most. They got Malik Beasley. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cleveland. Okay, that's good. Cleveland definitely. Sexton's Sexton's the most underrated player in the league right now, hands down. Yeah, you Kevin love Porter. that dude. So. Kevin Porter is nuts. Uh, Don knows all about Kevin Porter. And, <laughs> Porter. Uh, but my question is not just who is your favorite team. Who is your favorite player in not in the bubble? Mine is this youngest player in the league. Don likes to talk about him as well. His name is Seku Demaboye. I'm not okay, Seiko. Right. Seiko uh, Demboya, but that's okay. He's your Seiko Demboya. Yeah, okay. <laughs> tried. Yeah, you can try though. Good try. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I don't need to know his name to see uh, that he has his baby Giannis potential written all over him, and I can't sure. wait to see what what he turns into in Detroit. And hopefully, it gives us a reason to watch Detroit basketball. Yeah, man, my dad's from Detroit. I've always had a kind of a like adopted hometown with Detroit, and I've just had not needed to watch a Detroit game since they won a championship. <laughs> it's- Let's see. Uh, the young, young uh, a player that I like uh, on the bubble, uh, I love Cat, dude. Like, I just, Cat's you know, he just, I know he doesn't very good on defense, but fuck defense. So. It's not that he doesn't very <laughs> good, it's he doesn't try. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he, no, he's yeah. good, he doesn't try. Yeah. He's he's got that uh oh who do, who used to be like just this great uh, I I will remember it later but basically like pretty much whenever you have someone that's going to just be the offensive center point like yeah. he just stopped like he's got to expend all of his energy on the offense rather than you know doing it on both sides because he doesn't feel like he has enough help um my guy i'll go i'll just reiterate what i said earlier kelly Ubre, i think is just such a fun player and like i love seeing guys recover from a crappy uh culture and scenario where there's like the wizards are just kind of a they're pissing away bradley beal's prime and he's sticking around for some reason so i hope he does well um yeah. you know i hope john wall comes back from like two catastrophic injuries in a row, but you know, to see like he was just kind of dwindling away and he was a throwaway piece and they, they got Trevor Ariza for like four games. That was his, uh, that's what they, I think that's what they got for, for Ubre. It was like a really stupid trade and Ubre has done exactly what he was like, just given an opportunity and in the, uh, a better system. And he, he's also just one of those guys that I think is like those, uh, I just love super vocal guys that are like getting his, getting his teammates face and just for, for any reason, you know, he's either, he's the first guy giving a high five. He's the first guy like, you know, clapping and keeping the guy's chin up whenever he fucks up on defense. Like I would love to see Uber on the Mavs. Oh yeah, for sure. Except one thing, the Suns are in the bubble. Oh shit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> damn dude oh damn okay sorry uh, Uber would be perfect uh, as our if, as if our, you uh, well he's not in the bubble is he because he's injured isn't he oh technically wait, no. yes technically wait, accurate wait, is he because he might not be playing in the bubble but he is the one that tweeted at rashawn holmes or that you're a research out, guy, bro now he's yeah. the one who tweeted out I think you're right. I think he is. Uh, I think he is. But you're a research guy, bro. He's the one that tweeted out, uh, "You can you can go get 
uh, Postmates delivered to you. Yeah, and it was like, Sean Holmes no. went over, so. Yeah, he fucked up there. But Maybe he's okay. not playing on the court, but he is playing in the bubble for sure. He's <laughs> yeah, he's playing with the bubble. Um, okay, let's cool. see. Next question comes from James. This is always, I think this is obviously a fucking sun. It's always sunny reference. Okay. I think this is his bit now. Um, I'm fine with it. Ruben is asshole. Why Grant hate? Because he's a bastard, man. <laughs> I obviously I I like love you to death, so I can't I can't really say that. Yeah. It's so hard to say but, something uh, mean to Ruben. Yeah, I can't say something mean to you. Like, uh, like I said it, but I don't I don't feel it. <laughs> but the meme, yeah. the meme is because he's a bastard, man. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, okay. Next question comes from Trey. Trey asks if the, wait this- Trey Burke. No, no, no. Trey Rondon. No. Okay. Oh, we saw I, I got to try to. Anyway, um, this is mostly for Grant. I think Grant would know this more than anyone else. Um, if the Mavs could get one free agent committing to Dallas next year while in the bubble, other than Giannis, who would it be? Oh, I didn't see that one. Uh, I guess you're saying to you, mother. In the bubble. Ooh. In the bubble that he could. Who is uh, Kawhi Leonard? Ah. I guess he is. So that's who I would want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has a player opt in. I mean, I doubt he opts out. But uh, oh, actually, did. actually, it might be a year off. Anthony Davis. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. There we go. There we go. Anthony Davis. All right. That's a limit, man. All right, let's go. See, moving on. Uh, next one comes from Jennifer. Jennifer asks, "How do you think the Mavs will do? And what has been your favorite video or picture from the bubble?" I think that's the Mavs get to the second round. Oh yeah, I think so. Well, uh, we'll just see. Where, it's so hard to find out what, where the seating's going to be yeah, at this yeah. point. But like so far, just out of like attrition, I think we're going to be doing pretty well, especially with yeah. Zion hitting out. And I don't know yeah. if we even have the Pelicans on the schedule or not. But like, there's a lot of teams that are either losing key players or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're, I guess we're not, either way. I don't I haven't seen yeah. the schedule in front of me, but. Uh, considering people that are getting COVID and people that are sitting out or, uh, you know, heard a sad thing that, uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, Montrose Harrell had to leave for what sounded like uh, a family member passing mm-hmm. away, which, you know, uh, for thoughts and prayers, obviously. Um, but still just like, key, there's a lot of like key starters that are coming in and out and it sounds like yeah. the maps are full strength. So second round is definitely doable. Um, was it being your favorite video or picture? Uh, I think Daryl Armstrong yelling outside of, oh, yeah. of, of, of the part where he was yelling, just like, hey, you should do that video, but R&B. But you have Maxi that's taking a video. And he, just, he just yelled up, what up, Rapunzel? Um, so obviously the, obviously the easy answer is obviously the um, DJ set. But DJ set's good. But if we're not going to do the DJ set, um, I think it has to be uh, Bobby and Toby. Sure. reuniting from mm-hmm. however distance like that's hilarious <laughs> just seeing them <laughs> reunited being like oh like i'm not i'm not cheating on you or whatever you know just like whatever sure. it is i think that's probably one of my favorite things i've seen from the bubble it should be someone needs to just uh put the any music from the oc to that, that then, just, yeah yeah just make it super melodramatic or like all my children or some soap opera yeah what do you think grant so if <laughs> okay, so the Mavs are definitely going to win the Southwest Division. So I don't really know if it matters where we're seated. I think we end up fourth or fifth and probably make it to the second round, like y'all said. But uh, if we do get to the second round, I mean, anything is possible. Uh, but the 
I'm going to not talk about the maps because the best part about the whole entire quarantine media bubble uh, meme is, is Ben Simmons dropping a fish. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally like he could not hit the ocean if he tried to yeah, fish it. I love oh, Ben Simmons, but I couldn't. I literally, uh, like, as a Ben Simmons stand, when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm and he, about and this. he, uh, he threw it, he threw it with, his, with his offhand, right? I don't know. Does he have an <laughs> offhand? Even, I don't know, bro. Basketball, point, listen, pro basketball players don't have an offhand, all right? <laughs> Our next question comes from Grace, our good friend Grace. Good friend of the Grace. podcast. Hi, okay. Grace. She asks, I wonder how they determine golf versus the boat crew, like within the maps. Um, I, I like to think it's some sort of elaborate game of rock, paper, scissors, uh, or <laughs> okay. probably just a late night uh, poker game. That's right, how I like would a, imagine. Like, hey, or or knowing Lucas. <laughs> or if it's just like they're just playing Fortnite and it's best three out of two or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, okay. Luca, I won. Okay, cool. I get to go, go to three, the fish today. Best out of three. <laughs> three out of two. What the hell am I saying? It's late, guys. <laughs> I I like to think that they just like they know their strengths and they know their strengths within each other. And so they just, they just mix and match depending on like who's going to be there. And just like that's how they I, determine it for the day. I just don't think they trust Bobon with a golf club. And I think I they're right. Think so, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, like. <laughs> What do you think, Grant? Oh, I think Don's right. I think they go three and two and decide that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one comes from JP. JP asks, which Mav is going to be a bubble surprise sensation? And I know Grant had an answer for this one, I believe. Yes. So it's kind of like do or die for DeLon, right? going into this bubble like it it really is because like he could just solidify himself as a starter for the playoffs and maybe a a place a person we look to build around in the future or he's kind of like the number one guy that gets the trading block uh tag put on him which is unfortunate because i've loved it on right but you know any long guard that can play defense is is good in my book but there's some things we do offensively that he just isn't able to do yeah. But like I think this this bubble could really 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 help him if he used utilized it correctly. Yeah. Well, who do you think we're gonna have as our first guard off the bench? You think it's Delon Wright or you think it's Brunson? Uh, well, I don't think Brunson's Brunson's playing. Oh, Brunson's not playing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, in that you're case, good. That makes it I don't think Brunson's <laughs> playing. Um, I think it's uh, going maybe. to end up being Delon Wright, but I want it to be Seth Curry and Maxi Kleba coming mm-hmm. off the bench and Delon sure. Wright starting because that's just that defensive lineup of KP to start off, and yeah. DFS and, and Dylan Wright is better to than set the, set the tone, yeah. yeah. I get it. Yeah, it hides Luca uh, as well. That's a yes. good point. Okay, let's see. Next question comes from the Lucador. That's such a good name. I know I love that's it, all, dude. That's, that's it's, such, it's such a great at, dude. He got he can't <laughs> got that. Anyway, um and I, I guess I don't know if anyone saw LeBron's, I guess, like setup at the bubble, but he asked, is that really LeBron's crib? I haven't seen it. Um, and also he asks, how do we feel about Superstar getting preferential treatment? I mean, it's not preferential treatment if he's sleeping in a literal crib. Like, he's a six-foot-eight man. Why are <laughs> they putting him in a baby crib? Absolutely unacceptable. Like, come on. These guys these guys can't shut up and dribble, man. you got to give them beds, not cribs. Hashtag bed, not cribs. That's right. I just doubled down on how bad that joke was, and I'm going to continue it. God. Hey, I, hey still better it, than shut up and dribble. But, but has anyone actually seen, like, LeBron's setup, I guess? I don't know if this is – I don't know. I don't think anyone has. 
yeah, I, I, I haven't seen any uh, pictures of it. I did see a picture of him flexing with his gigantic uh, like yeah. axe murderer beard, which is great. Like, I think I think LeBron needs to just grow out a gigantic beard. Yeah, How he's got feel? a nickname for it. <laughs> Does, Does he? he? Yeah, it's like platinum beard or something. Oh my like, god, got gray hair in it. Oh my god, <laughs> I saw it on Instagram. So how do we feel about a superstar getting preferential treatment, though? I, I mean, like Being in the bubble, I guess. I don't know. Well, they're the literally they're the highest paid, and they're the most important for a reason. So I don't know. I'm not like I want everyone to be treated well, but like when it comes to preferential treatment, it's like you know it comes to the territory that there's like ten guys that can do what they do. So you yeah. know they're gonna get the first chance the ice cream machine i don't know what preferential treatment is in the bubble yeah <laughs> like yeah oh do they get to ride the rides first like or i don't know i how, real quick can i insert this question i saw someone posted on reddit that what if someone picked up lebron and oh like God. like like sumo wrestler style <laughs> and tossed him out of the bubble then he had to be in quarantine for eight days i love i love right for one thing i'm just like one royal rumble rules should absolutely be part bro, of the bubble <laughs> bro reddit reddit gets so weird and i love him for it i think that's where i get some of my weirdness on twitter from sure but uh i mean i mean it's in your name yeah it is but uh you know i just uh i don't know man i think that's uh that is something that could happen. Because I think that's a good strategy. <laughs> you know, that's like, like, all right, who do we like, get? Who do we get? Let's let's sign Danny Fortson really quick and have him go pick God up AD. Damn. That's like, great. Some guy that's six foot two, but like yeah. three hundred pounds, just a muscle. Fireman, fireman carry some dude out God. of the bubble. <laughs> oh man! If Brokoff could uh, could knock AD down the way he did, that then anyone could probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to like preferential treatment, going back to the you know Lucador's question, sure. I mean, you know, it it is what it is, like. I, Luke is going to get there if he hasn't already. He's going to get that eventually. Like, sure. I can't hate on you know another player getting it just because I know it's going to happen. I know it seems like a double standard where it's like, oh, like fuck LeBron, like he's getting on the calls, but it's going to be like in a couple of years when Luke is getting the calls, I'm also going to be like, fuck yeah, like we deserve I, we I, earn that, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just like there's a give and take with both of them and yeah. or, with 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 star players. Like they don't get it immediately. Like Zion's not getting calls right now. Yeah. And especially guys that are physically imposing like LeBron or Shaq. There's a lot of times where if it was anybody else, that would be a foul call. Like he just yeah. has someone just rake him across the eyes or the chest. It doesn't matter because he's LeBron and he's built like a linebacker. Cool. See, next question comes from Bubble Brad. And he asks, who's your favorite bubble reporter? There's only like 10. Bubble Bass? Like no, Bubble Spongebob? Brad. Bubble Brad. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's, 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 so my favorite bubble reporter obviously is Townsend. And I think the reason why this guy asked this is because he's a parody account of Brad Townsend being in the bubble right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, so I, mean, you, so. I mean, like, uh, Woj and Stein are there, so I mean, I, I got a shout out to Mark Stein. He's yeah. a man. He's been yeah, covering Stein. us forever. Yeah, I love Stein. What about yeah. you? What Chris about you? B. Haynes for me. Chris oh, okay. B. Haynes. Yeah. I saw. He Wait, po- is his name Crispy Haynes? Like yeah, his, Chris, Haynes his Twitter Chris name B. is his name is Chris Haynes, but his Twitter name is Chris B. Haynes. So he's Chris so like, like chicken, like no B, like no like B as Chris, a boy. B. Haynes. All I'm hearing is that it's like crispy, crunchy Baines. God. Let's see. Next question. Next question. 
That's I have a funnier she, joke for you. I'll tell you oh after no. the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's where she comes from. X squared two. Okay. He asks, which teams are already underway? Uh, oh, wait, which, which teams are, oh, fuck. Which teams are already uh, uh, way under others due to COVID withdrawal or other? And contrary, which got the best odds? And then he follows up. No, he follows up saying, sorry for bad English. He's from, I think he's from France. Or something. He, he calls himself a French baguette, which. Yeah, I, so yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, merci beaucoup. Um, you know, thank you for the question. Um, so, yeah, who, who is the most, uh, you know, who has the biggest disadvantage thanks to COVID and things of that nature? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think everybody so far um, is just it's really just on pins and needles before like the first big superstar really comes. I mean, like Westbrook's the first one. So he's already at a big disadvantage considering he's like, what, 30% of their offense right now? 20%. I I don't know, but um, that one's the first one. Who's in the best situation. Like I said earlier, I think Mavs are doing well just by attrition alone. Um, They're already have a leg up. Uh, Pelicans aren't doing great. If, if, uh, if, Zion is not back. Like, there's a reason they were, like, had a losing record when he got on, or started midseason. So, you know, I kind of agree with pretty much everything you said at that point, man. Like, Mm -hmm. anything can happen. You know, like just. But but shout out to the French guy listening to us and asking a question. That's awesome. I know, I know, I love that dude. He's great. So, do you have anything to add, Grant? So, if you want, yes, I, I think a couple teams. Well, one team in particular definitely took a beating from this, and that is Memphis, uh, because they were the eighth seed when everything ended. Oh, um, good call. And Blazers and, and uh, what's it called? The Pelicans definitely have an upper chance now of, of taking those guys down. And if you want to learn more about that, actually, on the MFFL's YouTube, I just uploaded my second episode of a show about basketball, and we talk yes. all about that. There we go. Look at that. Good plug. Perfect. Love it, man. You're such a pro with that shit. Nice. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's see. Let's see. We got a couple more. Okay. Oh, shout out to Bibbs. Yes. He's oh, yeah. on the show with me. We have four more. Get through these. Ready? All right. Speed All round. Right. All right. Lane asks, who is your favorite movie side character? So not the main character of a story. Um, I really love uh, basically every character that's not uh, Scott Pilgrim and Scott Pilgrim. So Ooh, very good. Very yeah. good. It's like very uh, uh, for me, I want to go one serious, one comedic. Uh, serious, I'm gonna go Joe Pesci in Goodfellas or really any Scorsese nice. film. Yeah, it's just like, yo, you think you're better than me? Like, I love that guy, love so him, good, dude. He's yes, the best, and uh, pretty much anything that uh, not Max Frost, uh, uh Nick the Frost. guy. Nick, Nick Frost. Frost, yeah, Nick Frost. So like in Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead, he just owns every he's so role good, he's dude. in. Like he will outshine anybody because he's just so goddamn funny. <laughs> what about you, Grant? Uh, Mater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You've that's watched, right. You've only watched, watched seven five, movies. <laughs> yeah, seven movies, and they were all cars. <laughs> cars and Spider-Man, bro. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Next comes from Ryan. Ryan asks, "What's the most recent band or artist?" you've fallen in love with mm. so i'll answer this one first um so it's not really a band that i it's probably be a band that i fell back in love with um so i posted a picture uh through the through the mfl's twitter account 
of like my setup for this podcast. I'm recording remote. I'm recording from Colorado, and um, on there you can see that I've been listening to a lot. I've been listening to a lot more like Modest Mouse. Ooh. <laughs> you know, like great stuff. So like I was I was rewatching Scrubs recently, and I forgot that Modest Mouse is like I think I like they're they're featured as a song like in one of their one of their close to last seasons. That's cool. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember they're in there. Okay, cool. Like. I haven't listened to Moss Mouse in like five or six years. And so I've been like this entire on the way here, like I was like Moss Mouse, like listen to like three of their albums for like three hours or whatever, dude. It was great. So it's a band I've kind of like fallen back in love with. So I know it's kind of cheating, but it's my podcast. So <laughs> Grant, how about you, man? Um this year I there hasn't really been much for me that come that uh, that I come out yet, but um Ryan Beatty. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's an, an sensational singer. I think he dropped an album in February, late January, right before everything, you know, went crazy. And sure. uh, it's definitely worth a listen. Uh, I've been I've been all over the place when it comes to what I've been listening to. I'm either listening to like super, like kind of chilled out pop stuff. Like the song I've been like the two songs I've been absolutely in love with recently have been "Say So" by Doja Cat and ily by surf mesa it's like the weirdest thing but like consequently i've also been like into beyond the permafrost by skeleton witch so i've been like Mm. conversely speed metal with like this super chilled out like beats it's just like i you know those have been that's been kind of like the the vast array of stuff like uh that i've been listening to like it's either super you know cheery pop music to help me forget about the world we're in today or super brutal metal that helps me hate the world that we're in today. Exactly. Nice. (laughs) That's a good, it's a good mix. Yeah. Um, So James asked another question, I think under Grant's behalf. Oh wait, new, new, new RTJ (laughs) is legit by the way. RTJ four. Baller. Um, Good album. Sorry. Um, Yeah. So Grant, I mean, not Grant, uh, James asked a question on Grant's behalf. Uh, How much cheese is too much? (laughs) I I didn't I didn't tell <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, any amount of cheese before a date is too much cheese. Okay, there you go. Good answer. All right, last question. Last question we got tonight, guys. Word. Um, recording at night. Um, Thomas Clayton asks, and he asks you actually. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> Thomas Clayton's a good buddy of mine. So, so uh, he's usually he asks, giving me shit. <laughs> yeah, he asks, "Fuck, Mary, kill, Boba." Oh man, will he call you sign? Or Seth Beskery. <laughs> I'll go first. Well, if it was Boban, it would be all three for me. It just Jesus. sounds like a really busy weekend. Jesus, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I would fuck me. I would fuck Seth. I would okay. marry Boban kill <laughs> Willie. <laughs> I wouldn't kill any of the best. Ba- so okay, I do have a serious answer for this. Like obviously we'd fuck <laughs> Seth Curry. He's the he's the nicest one. And Boban is even yeah, he listen. He's it's also, very it's important to laugh in your marriage, and he would be the first one to make me laugh. And then I would kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Grant, do you want to add on? Anything? No, no. <laughs> all right, now that we all uh, wandered into a realm of being uncomfortable, thank yep. you, Thomas. Um, <laughs> thank you, every single one of our listeners that submitted a question uh, to yes. at Reddit Mavs on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're uh, at the underscore MFFLs. 
Uh, we have our YouTube channel up. Uh, we'll be doing updates to the website. We'll be doing some articles soon. Uh, we'll have this pod up. Uh, we're trying to shoot for Sunday mornings-ish. Like, that's usually yeah. what we're going for. Sunday uh, for sure, but, you know. Sunday, Sundays for sure, but usually earlier in the day. Uh, anytime that you retweet this stuff or share it or just be like, hey, this guy said something really funny and you share it to somebody, means the world to us. Of course, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Any reviews that you write is remarkably helpful. Uh, on behalf of Grant, on behalf of uh, Ruben, uh, I am Don Denham, and we are the Hoops and Heptifizens Podcast. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Good night.